Are there things we can do to make sure that we hit the ball solidly every single time? Are you sick of hitting, hitting it thin? And are you sick of hitting it fat? That's my least favorite. Let's tee it up. Welcome to Data Access Golf, your home for rapid golf improvement. And now, from the thin air of the Rocky Mountains, next on the number one tee, your host, Aaron Stewart. Hey everyone, Aaron Stewart, Data Access Golf, the podcast. Thanks for joining me today. It looks like my mic is a little loud. Let's see if we can turn this down a little bit. Or maybe I just won't yell as much. So anyway, yeah, I wanted to get together with you. I had an opportunity to go out and play golf with my... Uh, with my son, with my daughter and son, and we had a great time. And um, yeah, turned it down a little bit. That's better. This is a new mic, so let me know how it goes. I have been using this mic to do my Facebook Lives, and it sounded, it started sounding so much better, I thought maybe I should start using it for the podcast as well. So let me know how this goes. But anyway, I was out playing with my kids and noticed a few things in their swings, and so we were working on some stuff. But notice that we had a, a few problems with some, uh, some thin shots and some heavy shots. And so they had the question, and I actually had a previous question from a previous podcast where people are like, what can we do to ensure that we are hitting the ball as, as well as we possibly can? And I think that that is an excellent question. Obviously, our bodies are changing every single day, and I have talked about that ad nauseum on this podcast about and how technology has proven uh, more, more times than we care to count at this point that every day our golf swings a little bit different and there's just nothing we can do about it. We change that much as human beings, as we sleep through the night, whatever it is, as little as, and again, I went back to say, at one time, I got my swing so dialed in and so on plane, I was so excited. It's the closest to perfect I had ever been on plane one night I went home about midnight from the office. I was so pumped, went home, slept for like five hours, but was so excited to get back and get back on this technology and check out my swing again, right? To just, to just bask in the glory of me having a perfect golf swing. And I got back to the office the next day and put up on the technology. I got warmed up. I started making the same exact motion that I was making the previous day. And lo and behold, my swing's, my swing's completely off plane again. And it's over the top and it's hideous. And yet I felt like I was swinging the exact same way as I had been only five hours earlier, right? So that's definitely presented this, this idea that, okay, every single day our swing's a little bit different. So what do we do to adjust for that? It becomes a, a difficult task, task, especially as amateurs who don't have a lot of time to practice every single day and to figure out what our body's giving us. We don't have... 30 minutes, an hour to warm up and figure that out. Sometimes we run to the first tee, take a couple practice swings, and we just go with what we've got. Well, what can we do to um, eliminate, if not eliminate, at least reduce greatly the chance of us hitting something thin or fat? Obviously, hitting something thin has a lot to do with posture and staying into the shot. So one of the things that I like to have uh, people do who are starting to hit the ball thin is to just stretch out. I mean, just make sure that you're limbering up a little bit. Um, when you're not warmed up and you're trying to hold your spine in one place and, and you're not balancing very well, it's very easy to come out of a shot just to protect your back. So that's when you're hitting something thin, one of the coolest things to do is warm up your legs, 
uh, warm up your back. You'll you'll notice as the round goes on and you start to get warmed up, you'll hit less, fewer and fewer um, thin shots. And that's just because everything's starting to warm up. So if you start off by hitting some things, hitting some shots that are a little thin, warm yourself up a little bit, stretch out a bit, get your body to a point where it can support itself and protect its spine without needing to come out of it to protect your back. Your body will always protect itself. So if you're not sufficiently warmed up, expect to hit some thin shots. Okay, so hopefully that's helpful. Um, as um, my son and I, we asked my daughter to take some slow-mo shots of us hitting some balls, and I was going to throw them up on our Instagram page, and we are going to have some fun doing that. So we were worried about, you know, making sure we hit these little stingers, and we were going to have some really cool slow-mo shots, and we were trying to set up all for that. Well, I got up and hit mine, and I hit it totally fat. And so we were dying laughing that, that we were hitting it fat. I was so worried about anything but hitting a golf shot that I hit mine totally fat. So yeah, I'd taken some, some ribbing from my son who has been out driving me all day, uh, which is awesome for a dad to see, which is completely fun. Um, but he stood up and set up his tee ball and then we got all ready to do slow motion on him. He hit it fat. And so we had good chuckle about it and stuff. Well, as I sat there looking at him, it was, it was obvious he was going to hit it fat because he had the ball so far forward. He was worried about positioning for the camera and as, as was I, and we didn't pay attention to where the ball was positioned in our stance, where we had essentially been hitting it all day. Um, and so that kind of got me thinking about, okay, what, what can I share to help him understand how we, you know, why we hit it fat? So we talked about it. We talked about how we were worried about the camera. We went through it all. But it reminded me of a time that I was out playing with Fred Shoemaker. I had a private playing lesson with Fred Shoemaker. We were out at Carmel Valley Ranch. And we were out on the front, we were out on uh, front nine, and we were playing hole number eight, um, which is a cool little hole. And anyway, I hit a driver down, and I had this, um, I had a, my approach shot was from a, a, a lie that where the ball was above my feet. And I chunked this thing so badly. And again, you're playing in front of a, a guy who I find uh, super brilliant, who's a, a master golf teacher. You want to perform well, and that's all wrapped up into it as well. Uh, but uh, to, to hit one this fat, I mean, just lay the sod over the ball. was just like, are you kidding me? You know, I just had a full day with Fred. I'm out here to show him how, you know, how awesome he is as a coach and how awesome I am as a student. And I wanted to perform well and I do this, right? So he's like, oh, no, that's no big deal. He drops down another ball and hey, hit another one. I hit that one fat. And he's like, okay, you just hit too too fat. What do you think you're doing wrong? And I'm like, well, maybe I didn't stand up far enough away from the heel. Maybe I'm like, you know, whatever. And he's like, how many practice swings did you take? And I thought about it and I said, yeah, I didn't really take any practice swings. And he's like, well, why not? And I said, well, you know, I've been hitting it well all day. I didn't really think much about it. He's like, okay, take a practice swing. Oh, you know what? Lo and behold, the practice swing was fat. He's like, so if you'd taken a practice swing, what would you have done differently? Well, I would have gripped the club lower, that's for sure. But then I started looking at where I was um, hitting the ground. So I, 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 I took the club uh, and I, I gripped down on it and I took a few, a few practice swings. And for whatever reason, I didn't sense it in my feet or anything. I was not only, not only was the ball above my feet, it was also on a slight uh, uphill eye as well. And I hadn't picked up on that. 
but Fred's point was if I'd taken a few practice swings and, and saw how my club was interacting with the ball, I could have then positioned myself better to hit the ball uh, more square. So I took a few practice swings. He threw another ball down. I now knew that in order, because the ball was now uphill on me, I needed to tilt my shoulders a little bit more and I needed to line up to it and I needed to put the ball a little bit further back in my stance. For whatever reason, when I was doing my practice swings, I was, I was starting to enter the grass further back than I normally do. I was starting to take a divot further back than I normally do. So for whatever reason, my body was adjusting to the terrain that I was on and I was making some adjustments so I could stay balanced. I could protect my back. I could do all that stuff. Our bodies are brilliant that way. So I lined up. I moved the ball back probably two inches in my stance. I, I was gripped down on the club. I took a swing on it. Lo and behold, right in the center of the club, it went exactly where I thought it would go. And it was a great, it was a great shot. So the lesson then became, and we sat there, and Fred is so kind and so patient. We sat there and talked about it. And his his instructions to me were, they're very simple, and, 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 and sometimes that's the best. When you are taking a practice swing, let's make sure that we are positioned on the terrain that's as similar to our ball, right? Swing as close to the ball as we possibly can, and take real practice swings and see where, our div- where we're starting to take a divot. And if we're not taking a divot, maybe we need to make some adjustments on how we're holding the club. And if we are hitting it heavy, maybe we need to make some adjustments on where we're hitting or, or where we're holding the club. And then also we need to pay attention. Are we, are we starting to take our divot a little further ahead than we normally do, which would mean we would hit it thin if we just lined up for a standard shot? Or are we hitting the, are we taking a divot a little behind the ball, a little further back than where we normally do? Because that would mean we were going to hit a fat shot. Right. So it's really it's really a simple, easy tip. So if you're hitting the ball thin, get warmed up. Let your body get warmed up to a point where it can sustain you, where you can have really good structure and maintain that spine angle through your golf swing without pulling up to protect yourself because you're not warmed up. That's a way to get over your thin shots really quickly. And then on your fat shots, Make sure that you're always, and, and for your thin shots too. I mean, it's all, this, this is just really solid golf advice, especially for us amateurs. Make sure that you're taking a practice swing, a real practice swing. Not just trying to figure out, um, you know, have a couple pretty swings and hold your finish, but take a couple practice swings to see where, well, one, I would take a couple practice swings to see what type of motion you're going to be comparing your swing to, so we can kind of learn that way. But also, the last couple swings really should be, how am I interacting with the turf? How am I lined up with the turf? How am I positioning my body? How am I balanced? And how is the club interacting with the turf? Am I entering, uh, taking the divot behind the ball, in front of the ball? And can I then reposition myself so I know I will hit the ball first and then take a divot? Sometimes that may be the ball further back in your stance. Sometimes that will be the ball further up in your stance. But let's not get set into this mindset where we always have to hit the ball from the same exact spot every single day. There may be days where you always hit the ball an inch forward, an inch more forward than you think you should. And it could very well be that that is right in the middle of your stance, but you are just not in touch with reality that day of your swing. Or it may be that you slept funny and you just cannot get back to the ball 
early enough to hit it where you normally like to hit it from. So giving yourself that extra inch is what your body needs to hit that ball first and cleanly. You may have to play it back a couple inches. You just never know. Our bodies are changing. So give yourself a break and give yourself the best opportunity to hit a good solid shot by making your practice swings count and then adjusting to the ball to make sure that chances are you're going to be able to repeat that practice swing somewhat. Your body is going to stay balanced somewhat in a more similar way, and you will hit the ball better and more solidly. Okay, hopefully that's helpful on a Friday as you go in to play a little weekend golf. Enjoy the tournament. Super weird to see Zach Sucher up at the top. I do not know uh, this, this player. I mean, I looked him up a little bit and kind of looked at his player profile, but he is leading the Travelers right now. He has made a total of $55,000 so far this year, and his FedEx Cup is 222nd. Now, he's projected, if he wins, to go up quite a bit to 66 spot. But I don't know. Uh, I don't know this guy. University of Alabama, Birmingham, turned pro in 2009. He's 32 years old. I don't know where he's come from. Just lightning in a bottle to go two rounds, you know, a, a 64, and then back it up with a 65 is unbelievably impressive. So we'll see how he handles things on the weekend. Uh, it will be it will be interesting after watching Gary Woodland handle last weekend so masterfully. Um, maybe more will start doing it. Who knows? So anyway, this is Aaron Stewart saying thank you for joining me on this podcast where we at Data Access Golf try to use technology and data to make sure that we are learning golf the best possible way, and we are reducing the learning curve so we can play really good golf with as little practice as possible because we amateurs just don't have time to spend 40 hours a week trying to get awesome at this amazing game. Until next time, better data always means better golf. Thanks. See ya. Thanks for listening to Data Access Golf with Aaron Stewart. Check us out online at dataaccessgolf.com and we'll see you on the next episode.